meeting is now open. First and foremost, always rise, giving the highest praise to the Most High Father God Allah. We extend honors to our divine prophet, Noble Drew Ali, for bringing us our divine creed and nationality so that we may learn to love instead of hate. We also extend honors to the forerunner to the prophet, our brother Marcus Mosiah Garvey. We extend honors to the Moorish and the American flags, and we also extend honors to the Charter and its 10 wonders. We extend honors also to the first appointed Supreme Grand Sheikh by our prophet, our brother E. Millie Ill, and honors to all members of the Moorish Science Temple of America, including all ADEPs, all sheikhs, and all faithful Moors that make up the grand body of the Moorish Divine National Movement. Uh, we extend honors also to the current Supreme Grand Sheikh and Supreme Grand Council, of the Moorish Science Temple of America, Islam. All right, Islam. Brother Jackson Bay, would you please read our divine constitution and bylaws? Islam, Grand Sheikh, I rise giving perfect praise to Allah and honest to the Prophet Drew Ali, honest to the forefathers and foremothers, and honest to our Asiatic nations and the Muslims all over the world. Salvation, Allah, unity, the more science temple of America, the divine constitution and bylaws. Act one, the Grand Sheik and the chairman of the more science temple of America is empowered to make law and enforce law with the assistance of the Prophet and the grand body of the more science temple of America. The assistant grand sheik is to assist the grand sheik in all, all affairs and he lives according to love, truth, peace, freedom, and justice. And it is known before the members of the Morris Science Temple of America. Act two, all means are to be opened and closed properly according to the circle seven in love, truth, peace, freedom, and justice. Friday is our holy day of rest because on a Friday, the first man was formed in flesh and on a Friday, the first man departed out of flesh and ascended unto his father God Allah. For that cause, Friday is the holy day for all Muslims all over the world. Act three, love, truth, peace, freedom, and justice must be proclaimed and practiced by all members of the Morris Science Temple of America. No member is to put in danger or accuse falsely his brother or sister on any occasion at all that may harm his brother or sister because of lies, love. Act four, all members must preserve these holy and divine laws and all members must obey the laws of the government because by being a Moorish American, you are part and partial of the government and must live the life accordingly. Act five, this organization of the Morris Science Temple of America is not to cause any confusion or to overthrow the laws and constitution of the said government, but to obey hereby. <laughs> Act six, with us, all members must proclaim their nationality, and we are teaching our people their nationality and their divine creed, that they may know that they are part and partial of this said government, and know that they are not Negroes, colored folks, black people, or Ethiopians, because these names were given to slaves by slaveholders in 1779 and lasted until 1865 during the time of slavery. But this is a new era of time now, and all men now must proclaim their free national name to be recognized by the government in which they live and the nations of the earth. This is the reason why a lot of great God of the universe ordained Noble Drew Ali, the prophet, to redeem his people from their sinful ways. The Moorish Americans are the descendants of the ancient Moabites who inhabited the northwestern and southwestern shores of Africa. Act 7, all members must promptly attend their meetings and become part of partial of all uplifting acts of the Moorish Science Temple of America. 
Members must pay their dues and keep in line with all necessities of the Morris Science Temple of America. Then you are entitled to the name of faithful. Husband, you must support your wife and children. Wife, you must obey your husband and take care of your children and look after the duties of your household. Sons and daughters must obey father and mother and be industrious and become part of the uplifting of fallen humanity. All Moorish Americans must keep their hearts and minds pure with love and their bodies clean with water. This divine covenant is from your holy prophet, Noble Drew Ali, through the guidance of his father, God Allah. Noble Drew Ali, founder, Moorish American Prayer, and Allah, the father of the universe, the father of love, truth, peace, freedom, and justice. Allah is my protector, my God, and my salvation by night and by day, through his holy prophet, Drew Ali. Amen. The Moorish Science Temple of America, home office, and Noble Drew Ali, home office, Chicago, Illinois, USA, Islam, Islam, Islamism. Happy Holy Day, Muslims. Islam, brother, gratitude. Okay, um, for uh, the people on the call, uh, two people in particular, uh, Jamal Patterson L, and uh, somebody just says Muslim, please type your name, location, and email or phone number in the chat. And we would appreciate that. We take attendance at all of our meetings. Islam, this is Jordan Bay. Oh, uh, Islam, brother. Okay. Um, all right. Islam, brother Cole Bay, would you please read the writs? Islam, Grand Sheik. I rise, give perfect praise to the great God. I allow rise, give honors to the prophet, noble Jew Ali. Rise, give honors to the forerunner, Marcus Messiah Garvey. Rise, give honors to all ills and bays, all monsters on the call and on the planet. To the members of the more science temple of america islam this instruction is from your prophet noble drew ali be faithful unto your forefather divine and national creed that you will be blessed for your good deeds that you sow in the flesh allah is the one that judges the world and his judgment is on now but the weak can comprehend it not then the times are drawing near so says allah to his divine prophet i noble drew ali and that's why many hearts have turned to stone many have eyes to see but cannot see ears to hear but cannot hear least they'll be confounded of their sins. These are the trying hours now, dear Moors, and every evil spirit is moving, and they are trying every weak mind to overthrow and drag out the true foundation that has been laid and to cause confusion in the minds of the ones that do believe. But if you have the true love of Allah and the spirit of your forefathers, you fear not what you hear or see, but will sacrifice the utmost of your very life to protect your movement and your prophet. Watch your enemies, dear Moors. Your enemies are the ones that speak against your prophet and ridicule him to the very lowest, and the ones that speak against your divine and national principles of your temples. Act accordingly, and Allah will bless you for your good work. Peace, your divine prophet, Noble Ali. Prophet warns all Muslims to be read in every meeting. I hereby inform all members they must end our radical speeches while at work, in their homes, and on the streets. We are for peace and not destruction. Stop flashing your cards to Europeans. It causes confusion. Remember, your car is for your salvation. Failure to obey these orders will be a severe consequence. We are for love, truth, peace, freedom. And when these principles are violated, justice must then take its course. Any member or group of members who hold malicious feelings towards the temple or the prophet or violate the divine covenant of the Moorish movement will receive their rewards from Allah for their unjust deeds. All true Moors will and must obey the law laid down to them by their prophet. If they lose confidence in their prophet, they should turn in their card and button, cease wearing their turban and fez, and return to the state where I, the prophet, found you. This is a holy and divine movement founded by the prophet Noble Jew Ali, and if the prophet is not right, 
the temple is not right. The prophet therefore sent out a divine plea to all Moorish Americans. They do their part in protecting the prophet and the temple. This is an everlasting movement founded by the prophet through the will of Allah to redeem his people from their sinful ways. Peace, noble Drew Ali. To be proclaimed in every meeting. Islam, I am glad to know I have a few faithful Moors among you all and I desire for them to know the truth and the divine truth. There is a host of jealousy about me and the movement now by the same people of our side of the nation that claimed that I was a joke and unreal. But now since they found out from the government officials and the nations of the earth that this is the only sole foundation that all Asiatics must depend upon for their earthly salvation as American citizens, they are working every scheme that they can to disqualify me so they may take charge of the situation. I have notified all these things to you long ago in the past. It is through the faithful Moors that attribute to the movement and uplifting funds, the ones that pay their divine respects to me and the movement will be remembered. That is why I'm calling upon all faithful Moors to increase their faithfulness to me, your prophet, and your divine Moorish movements. I need finance and I need it badly. Never before have I need finance so badly as I do at present so I can shove aside the discord that is facing the nation. It all comes, comes through jealousy because of my fame and nobility. The nations of the world will not recognize the movement without I, the prophet, being head. It has been proven by my works, which I have performed in the past few years. Prophet, noble Drew Ali. Islam, 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 Islam. Happy Holy Day, Muslims. Islam, brother. Uh, Sister Lachey L, would you please read our additional laws? Islam. I rise and give all praise to the great Father God Allah, Father of the universe, give honors to our holy and divine prophet, Noble Jurali. I give honors to Marcus Messiah Garvey. I give honors to all Muslims on the call and all Muslims around the world. Questionary and additional laws for the Moorish Americans by the prophet, Noble Jurali. Act one, grand sheiks, governors, and heads of all temples, all business. Each said temple must be approved by the prophet, Noble Jurali. Before acting upon by any members, let it be finance, property, or any line of life that will cause the members to sacrifice finance, ETC, that will cause the support of any group of members. Any former officer that violates these laws is subject to be removed from his office under a heavy restriction, ETC, by the profit or the grand sheet. Act two, all members are to attend their EDEP meetings and their public meetings promptly. If a member is found standing around, on their meeting period shall be fined 50 cents on the first case, and on the second, he will be fined $1, which will go on your emergency fund. If member is working, his monthly dues must be paid, and if he has money in the bank, he must subscribe for as much as he is able to the Moorish uplifting funds because it takes finance to uplift the nation. Act three, it is the lawful and divine duty of every good member if he is able in finance to aid me in saving the nation. And if he does not, he is an enemy to the cause of uplifting his own people and justice must catch you. Let it be he or she according to love, truth, peace, freedom, and justice, as I have the power invested in my hands and I would have to enforce the law in order to save the nation. Act four, all members while up making a public speech must not use any assertion against the American flag or speak radical against the church or any member of any organized group because we are to teach love, truth, peace, freedom, and justice. Act five, all members must promptly attend their meetings and send their children to Sunday school. And the teacher must confirm itself to the questionnaire 
and let every member exercise his five senses who is able to do so, because out from your Sunday school comes the guidance of the nation. Act six, with us, all members must proclaim their nationality, and we're teaching our people their nationality and their divine creed, that they may know that they are a part and parcel of this said government, and know that they are not Negroes, colored folks, Black people, or Ethiopians, because these names are given to slaves by slaveholders in 1779 and lasted until 1865 during the time of slavery. But this is a new era of time now, and all men now must proclaim their free national name to be recognized by the government in which they live and the nations of the earth. This is the reason why Allah, the great God of the universe, ordained Nobu Ali, the prophet, to redeem his people from their sinful ways. The Moorish Americans are the descendants of the ancient Moabites who inhabited the northwestern and southwestern shores of Africa. Act seven, all members must properly attend their meetings and become a part and a parcel of all uplifting acts of the Moorish Science Temple. Members must pay their dues and keep in line with all necessities of the Moorish Science Temple, then you're entitled to the name of faithful. Husband, you must support your wife and children. Wife, you must obey your husband and take care of your children and look after the duties of your household. Sons and daughters must obey father and mother and be industrious and become part of the uplifting of fallen humanity. All Moorish Americans must keep their hearts and mind pure with love and their bodies clean with water. This divine covenant is from your holy prophet, Noble Jurali, through the guidance of his father God, Allah. Islam, happy holiday Muslims. All right, Islam Moors, um, we're going to actually, uh, be in chapter um, 48 of our Quran today. The end of time and the fulfilling of the prophecies. And okay, hang on, Morris. So, when the last chapter of the Quran? Yeah. Right the there. last prophet in these days is Noble Draw, Noble Drew Ali who was prepared divinely in due times by Allah to redeem men from their sinful ways and to warn them of the great wrath which is sure to come upon the earth. John the Baptist was the forerunner of Jesus in those days to warn and stir up the nation and prepare them to receive the divine creed, which was taught by Jesus. Jesus. All right, Islam. Okay, so the stage is being set for us. Um, here, here you go. <clears throat> um, <clears throat> going forward to verse three, it says in these modern days, there came a forerunner of Jesus who was divinely prepared by the great God Allah. And his name is Marcus Garvey who did teach and warn the nations of the earth to prepare to meet the coming prophet who was to bring the true and divine creed of Islam. And his name is Noble Drew Ali, who was prepared and sent to this earth by Allah to teach the old time religion and the everlasting gospel to the sons of men that every nation shall and must worship under their own vine and fig tree and return to their own and be one 
with their father, God, Allah. The Morris Science Temple of America is a lawfully chartered and incorporated organization. Any subordinate temple that desires to receive a charter, the prophet has them to issue to every state throughout the United States, ETC. So um, just in here, the prophet is letting you know the organization is set up in a manner that it's recognized by the state, which means it's recognized by the governments of the world, right? It's, it's lawfully registered, incorporated. But the very next sentence is also letting you know that, you know, everybody wants to talk about jurisdiction, that it, it was, you know, I mean, I, I guess you could say it was taken out of that jurisdiction because in the very next se sentence, it says any subordinate temple that desires to receive a charter doesn't say go and file because uh, go and file this paperwork or that paperwork, right? Go and do this, this and that. If you look at the um, Secretary of State um, website for Ohio, you'll see like there's some more science temple of America organization. <laughs> Maybe I shouldn't say this on here. Let's just, let's just say you have a ton of people filing, doing all these filings with the state government, right? To receive their charters. When all you have to do is go to the temple because the prophet has them to issue to every state throughout the United States. And as long as we're following the prophet's laws, Right, that body of Moors represents the prophet. So they can issue them to you. You don't have to go to anyone else to get permission, right? We can come into our own. So it was lawfully chartered and incorporated to establish it, to announce to the world who we are, what we're doing. And then now it's moving as a religious society, a body politic, Islam. Hang on one second, Morris. All right, Islam. So, you know, the prophet took it out of that um, that venue so that we can go directly to ourselves because he created a religious society. Okay. So it's um, functioning. It's able to operate with or without anyone else's assistance. We're supposed to be able to operate it and make it work ourselves. Now we're we're still um, picking up the pieces and trying to figure this out and understand how to move. But I'm just saying, like in um, theory, this is what we have, right? So um, moving on, it says that the world may hear and know that the tr the truth that among the descendants of Africa, there's still much wisdom to be learned in these days for the redemption of the sons of men under love, truth, peace, freedom, and justice. We as a clean and pure nation descended from the inhabitants of Africa do not desire to amalgamate or marry into the families of the pale-skinned nations of Europe, neither serve the gods of their religion because our forefathers are the true and divine founder of the first religious creed 
for the redemption and salvation of mankind on earth. You know, and the prophets establishing this, this is supposed to be what we stand on, right? So there's a problem if Moors don't understand this, if people are claiming to be Moors, but they don't understand this. So on, on one hand, this is something that we've already been there and done that. We did it before. We, we um, and not bad mouthing or talking bad about anyone else, but we've married, literally married into the families of the pale skin nations of Europe, empowered them, infused them with melanin, and also um, left our, 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 our um, estates to them as well. And it was flipped and turned on us. Okay, then you also had Moors for hundreds of years that were um, taking Europeans and um, as concubines or as slaves, right? Creating children with them who would grow up to hate them, right? So the tables got turned. And so now we're coming into our own because as the prophet established here, we don't need to come into anyone else's way of life, anyone else's religion, because our forefathers are the true and divine founders of the first religious creed for the redemption and salvation of mankind on earth. We have to talk about this too with Islam um, and the return to Islam, because, you know, we're not returning to, um, to copy the customs and cultures of Arabs and um, that's not even a bad thing because the true Arabs, for the most part, would have been dark-skinned people. Even the prophet Muhammad would have been dark-skinned. He wouldn't have been, as, as I've seen him depicted, even though he's not supposed to be painted and um, they're not supposed to have images of him, I've seen him picked as or painted as somebody um, who was pale-skinned. But the true Arabians, Persians, would have been dark-skinned people right? They lightened up over time for the most part because of um, the Moors capturing and enslaving Europeans and creating children with them, all right? But, um, and you don't have to take my word on that. You can read uh, the book, um, Golden Age of the Moor, to learn more about that. But um, just coming back to this, we're, we're coming back into our own. So when the prophet is speaking about Islam, Islam is the submission to the will of Allah. Just for the, for the most part, to keep it simple. This is what's universally, or well, I, you could say internationally understood to mean, maybe even universally, because it's a universal religion. So Islam means the submission to Allah. And the word Islam also means peace. That's the literal meaning of the, the um, root word, salam. So it means peace. So to submit to the will of Allah would bring peace for everyone. And when you really look at it, um, there's a book that I would advise everyone to check out. Uh, called Towards Understanding Islam. Very good book. Right. So um, in his book, he gives an explanation for Islam. Um, of course, it's not limited to one region, but just th this is a very good explanation. Explanation as it says in here, everyone can see that we live in an ordered, 
orderly universe, right? The moon, the stars, and all the heavenly bodies are knit together in a magnificent system, right? So out there in the cosmos, but even in the macrocosm, right? Going down to the microscopic level, everything obeys the laws, matter, energy, and life all obey their laws and grow and change and live and die in accordance with those laws. Even in the human world, the laws of nature are paramount. Man's birth, growth, and life are all regulated by a set of biological laws. And it doesn't matter if you're talking about the organs of the body, the tissues, everything works by biological, I mean, not by biological laws, but by law. Everything is governed by law. And this powerful, all-pervasive law which governs all that comprises the universe from the tiniest specks of dust to the magnificent galaxies of the heavens is the law of God, the creator and ruler of the universe. So the whole of creation obeys that law. And so when you really look at it like that, right? Because Islam signifies nothing but obedience and submission to Allah, the Lord of the universe, that means the sun the moon, the earth, and all other heavenly bodies are Muslim. So is the air, the water, heat, stones, trees, animals, right? Even inanimate objects. Everything in the universe is Muslim because they all obey and they all submit to the will of the creator. So this is us getting in accordance with the will of the creator. This is what the prophet came to give to us, to return to us. So it's not saying, hey, hey, I'm not saying don't learn Arabic. Um, learn Arabic. You might want to learn Spanish first, right? We, we, we should learn other languages, especially if you have a driver desire to do that. But it's not saying that you have to copy someone else's custom or culture. No, we're returning to the root, right? The sun is alive. The earth is alive. They're all Muslims. They all submit to the will of the creator. And so this is why it says that um, our forefathers are the true and divine founders of the first religious creed. This is what we're speaking about. For the redemption and salvation of mankind on earth. And then moving on, therefore, we are returning the church and Christianity back to the European nations as it was prepared by their forefathers for their earthly salvation. And we've spoken on this before when it says earthly salvation, if we do the research on that, how um, it said that Christianity and the church was prepared by their forefathers for their earthly salvation, because some may say, well, what about the oldest church being in Ethiopia? And that is true. But when you look at Catholicism and all of the different denominations are pretty much branches of catholicism even though you have the protestant who are supposed to be against the catholic church you know for the most part like these these were formed for political gain this was an organized thing that was done by the leaders the tribal leaders the uh, leaders of the various european nations they wanted to be seen as civilized people they wanted to be seen and recognized as nations they had to take on a religion. They chose Christianity. They had their councils, their various Nicene councils, and they decided on different aspects that they would use. 
that's where you get the Holy Trinity from. They created that with the Holy Ghost, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Ghost. Not Father, Son, and Mother. They chose to be Father, Son, and Holy Ghost. They chose different aspects to focus on which books they would put in the Bible, which books they would leave out. Okay? And so that's why it said that this was prepared for their earthly salvation. They chose that. They organized. And, you know, whether they held to the tenets of Christianity or not, this is what they chose so that they could enter the family of nations. So this, this is right and correct, and you can do the research to show this is true. Now, um, the next verse, while we, the Moorish Americans, are returning to Islam, which was founded by our forefathers for our earthly and divine salvation. We'll get back to that. Now, um, but just what I was speaking about before with what Islam really is, right, it, it's something that gets us in tune with the entire universe spiritual at a higher level why because what what are we what's the very first chapter in the quran the creation and fall of man man gave up his birthright to gratify his lower self so the birthright is to be the lords of all the plane of manifest of protoplast of mineral of plant of beasts so we must regain that lost um, estate and so this is ultimately why we must return to Islam. It's greater even than we're thinking because, you know, it, it goes to a higher level. Man who's slave to his lower self is not the Lord of the plane of manifest. That's why, um, and not to knock any other organizations or anything, but I'm just going to use this as an example. That's why, like, for example, with um, the five percenters, nations of gods and earths, um, is, is beautiful, is wonderful this this um understanding because that is a school of thought that by way of the nation of islam came out of the more science temple of america all right it indirectly it came out of the more science temple of america so it's great that they were able to bring this information to the streets but what do you have years later um and i, I hope everybody's following me you have people who may have you know, drinking problems may may have, you know, um, issues, lower self issues that they're not working on, but they're calling themselves God. And so it's great and, and wonderful that we understand that God is within us. But in that in that uh, verse that I was just reading about man um, giving up his birthright just to gratify the lower self. Now, when God made us the lords of all of this. Right, like in the in the Quran, as revealed to the Prophet Muhammad, Surah Two Ayat Thirty through Thirty Four, when God is telling the angels to bow down to man, right? Is he speaking about man who who has this carnal self, these desires that he can't control? No, he's speaking about spirit man. Spirit man is one with the law. Speaking about Adam. When we look at our Quran questionnaire, speaking about Adam and Eve, it refers to them in the plural sense. This wasn't one person. These were people who did not have a lower self. And if they did have a carnal nature, it wasn't this Satan, devil, dragon, and beast that it is now. It was a servant. 
just like how your eyes serve you so that you can see your senses, your, you know, taste, hearing, all of these things. So the carnal nature has a purpose for survival in the physical world. But in this day and age, it's running the show. It has become a foe that man must overcome. So you can't just run around saying, I'm God, right? That's the secret. But, you know, in, in our true states, no, nah, you, you, you Satan, devil, dragon, and beast, right? We have work to do to even get to the close to that level where we could even utter those words. We have a lot of work to do. We can't even really say I'm Lord over the earth, right? Unless we are at least Lord over our own lower nature. So this is what, this is what Islam really is for us to return to. Okay, so we're, we, the Moorish Americans, are returning to Islam, which was founded by our forefathers for our earthly and divine salvation. So we see the divine side returning to our true nature, and then that takes care of the earthly as well. All of the issues that we have that we're plagued with, all of those things will disappear instantly once we can control our lower nature. And then as a collective, to establish this for our you know, municipals government for our cities our towns our states so um moving to the next verse the covenant of the great god Allah, honor thy father and thy mother that thy days may be longer upon the earth land which the lord thy god hath given thee come all ye asiatics of america and hear the truth about your nationality and birthrights because you are not Negroes. Learn of your forefathers ancient and divine creed that you will learn to love instead of hate Islam. So this is a great, um, this, is, this is the calling card for all of us. This is what the prophet was actually doing physically out there, you know, sometimes standing on like a little crate or a box, you know, putting this call out to everyone. Come and hear the truth about your nationality and birthrights because you are not Negroes, right? To learn of your forefathers' ancient and divine creed, what, it, what it's really about, to learn to love instead of hate, so that we can finally come together as a collective and empower ourselves. So the only reason we're in the conditions that we're in is because we don't know our true nature, and we're still in this day and age, still following after the ways of somebody else, which do not serve us right? It's, it's failing everyone. I wanted to share something with you too, because it's, it's funny. Um, just the other day, there was a governor in Russia. Uh, this newspaper article says, Putin ally blames crisis on rise of Black U.S. music stars. He calls descendants of African-American slaves. Okay, I want to share this. Now, this article, they just like, this is just some bizarre racist theory, right? But in actuality, you look at what he's saying, I mean, he's just telling it like it is. And um, everybody refers to us as descendants of slaves, right? They even had that ADOS group pushing for reparations, American descendants of slaves, uh, federal directive, Number 15, established um, across the board, these um, 
ethnic categories for um, for the people or the main ethnic groups in the United States of America, right? So it, it says here that Directive 15 provides minimum standards that ensure our ability to compare information and data across federal agencies. So it looks like, you know, it's just, hey, we just wanna make sure that, you know, the jobs, you know, we, we can ensure that everything's diverse. It sounds like a good thing. They did this back in the 70s, okay? 1977 is when this was adopted. Um, all of us should have seen this before because we talk about this a lot, but this is something that regular people walking around do not know. So the basic, these are the main race and ethnic groups. Everyone has origins in the original people of somewhere, except for the black. Now is the Hispanic doesn't either, but Hispanic isn't truly a race because if you choose Hispanic, you still have to pick. Are you American Indian? Are you, you know, black? Are you Asian? You still have to pick those things, okay? So somebody that's Hispanic could say that they're white. But um, if you look at this, everything has origins in original people. American Indian, Alaska Natives, origin of the original people of North America, Asian or Pacific Islander, origins of the original peoples, and then it lists all of these different places, Asia. Black is a person having origins in any of the black racial groups of Africa. White is a person having origins in any of the original people of Europe, North Africa, or the Middle East. But just going back to black, black is origins in the racial, in the racial black racial groups of Africa. They're the only ones that's disconnected from the family of humans still. And this is something that um, they've been rolling with this for a long time now, 1977. Right, we're we're going. What is that like? Forty-five years. So they've been rolling with that for a while, but before it was black racial groups. It was descendant the descendant of enslaved Africans, and this is what state laws were saying in in Maryland, in Virginia, everywhere. This is what the Negro was defined as, because you know, uh, fifty years ago, sixty years ago. That's what the tag was. It wasn't black. It was Negro. It was colored. And they were descendants of the enslaved Africans. So this is like a modern, more modern um, way of saying that. Origins in any of the black racial groups of Africa, while everyone else comes from an original people, right? So for them, they're like, you know, getting slick. It sounds better than saying enslaved Africans, but it's the same thing. But this is this is just across the board. It's known, okay, black, you come from the you know the enslaved people. You're the descendant of slaves, okay. And so, um, Islam brother Kobe, I see you, Islam brother. Islam, I just wanted to add in. It seems like they kind of camelbacked off of Alex Haley, Islam with the ADOS. Oh yeah, definitely. You know, um, and it's funny because. Uh, many of you may have heard or, you know, know that Roots was actually um, plagiarized. Alex Haley um, was sued for plagiarizing Roots from a book that was written by a European man called The African. And it was a, it was a fictional story. And um, he literally had just like paragraphs that were word for word 
<laughs> you know, Zach copy. So he he lost that. He he had to pay that person um for you know for that plagiarizing um case. And um that movie was shown to everyone, right? It, it was a big um TV series. It, you know, everybody saw it. It had a huge effect on people. And um the school system, everyone ran with that same slave narrative. Okay. And so um this was this uh federal directive went out in 77, probably came out after Roots. I, I don't know what year, but I know Roots was in the 70s. So this, yeah, this is the narrative that was pushed heavy on us. Heavy. Okay. And um, hey, there there may be some truth to it. I mean, we've seen um different places in the Americas, um, different countries where you can see the vestiges of people who were brought over there during the slave trade. But you know, that's neither here nor there because even those people, they're not the descendants of slaves. They're these, you know, they descend from a real people who have an origin and they got disconnected from that, just like we all did. We all lumped in together, okay? Um, but just coming back to this now, um, so you have a governor in Russia that makes this, they say, bizarre claim. And I just, I'm not gonna read this whole thing, but just to look over this a little bit. Um, he's saying the descendants of African-American slaves are to blame for the country's growing crisis. Now listen to this, because if you really listen to what he's saying, this is the same thing that Prophet Noble Drew Ali says in the divine warning. The same thing. He's he's applying it to his country, like it's growing and it's it's spreading to our country. Uh, his name is Vadim Chunkov, governor of the Kurgan, Kurgan region. Said Russian society was collapsing, as exemplified by the rising rate of suicide and depression among young people, and it can all be traced back <laughs> to the popularity of Black American stars in the music industry. And it says in a bizarre rant posted on his official Telegram channel, Shumkrov described the gaping hole of emptiness at the center of Russian culture, which he argued was not the result of poverty, war, or rampant corruption, but an underestimation of the importance of native national culture. I mean, underestimating how important it is to have pride in our own culture, our native national culture, right? This is the same thing. Didn't we just read this? This was just, we just read this in chapter 48. We must return to the ways of our ancestors, right? This is why we Moorish Americans are returning to Islam, which was founded by our forefathers for our earthly and divine salvation. Islam, sister, I see you. Islam. First and foremost, I'd like to rise and give perfect praise to our Father God Allah, honors to his Prophet Noble Durali, honors to the forerunner of the Prophet Marcus Mosiah Garvey, honors to the first appointed Supreme Grand Sheikh, Brother E. Millie Ill, honors to all you Muslims in attendance on this beautiful holy day. I just wanted to add um, a little bit to, to this demonstration. 
because this chapter is so deep that we could spend days on this one chapter, days for real. Um, I like to call it the top of the 12 step ladder because when we break the numbers down, four plus eight equals 12, right? And we know 12 equals spiritual fulfillment, spiritual enlightenment. And it's in the title, right? The end time and the fulfilling of the prophecies. That means that what the prophet brought us, he's pretty much bringing all this into fruition to us so that we could, you know, come out of the darkness into the marvelous light because the darkness sucks, right? We see how the darkness did to our people. You know, it's just nothing but pain and suffering, you know, chaos and confusion. So the prophet saw all this. He foreseen all this, you know, over a hundred years ago and brought us this information so that we could come out of the darkness, right? And rise back up to where we are supposed to be. Okay, so this chapter pretty much is explaining the what and the why our prophet Noble Drew Ali, what he did to redeem our salvation, right? Legally and lawfully, because every people has the right to a nationality. Without a nationality, you are not a people. You don't have no rights. You know, that's why they gave us granted privileges. We have privilege privileges can get taken away at any time, right? That's why if you go back, you if you read the laws, the right for black people to vote is not even a right, it's a privilege and it has to be renewed. We seen Charlemagne the God interviewing Joe Biden and Joe Biden is like, if you don't vote for me, you're not black. I renewed uh, your, your, uh, your, your privilege to, to vote. If that wasn't a smack, a smack in the face, like we have to pick up what's being put down and we need to understand what's happening and, and the game that they're playing so that we could put our pieces on the board and start playing too. And that's what the prophet did. He put our pieces on the board and he gave us the blueprint so that we could play this game so we could play to win, right? Because um, how can you be redeemed from, from sins that you don't even know what the sins are? Okay, so we go into this chapter right here. He explains what our sinful ways was. Our sinful ways was dishonoring our forefathers and foremothers, going after the gods of the pale skin races of Europe. That is our sin, following them and their ways. Because when you follow people and you take on their ways, you lose yourself. You and when you lose yourself, you lose your rights. That's what happened to us. We lost all of our rights and our nationality, our nationality because we follow behind them, right? So when we go back to Act Six, okay, in the Constitution and Bylaws, Act Six, with us, all members must pro proclaim their nationality, and we're teaching our people their nationalities and their divine creed. This is where you learn who you are. This is where you learn your nationality and your divine creed to know that we are a part and partial of this said government, right? Because we have our own government that's set up for us so that we could interact with the other government so that we could have a part because under black, Negro, colored, Puerto Rican, whatever they calling us, we don't have those rights right we don't have representation 
because those are names that was given to you. So now we know what we are not. Because if we know the answer to, to key one in our questionnaire, we know not to let them name us. We know when you name something, you own by them. They made you. So the prophet said, who made you? Allah made you. Man didn't make you. We're made in the image and the likeness of Allah, right? So that means they are, we are not their property anymore after we understand what we have here and come into our nationality and start um, using our government and what the prophet created for us. Islam, I yield the floor. Islam, uh, just one second, Brother Rosa Bay. So every Moorish American should know the answer to that, that question, who made you? I mean, like, everybody should be screaming that out loud, Allah. I mean, like, you, you should be passionate about coming out from up under the yoke of, you know, the Roman Catholic, the Jesuits, right? You should you should understand that, and, and that's that's an issue because I know it's, it's a lot of people that consider themselves Moors. They think it's smart to say I'm I'm spiritual, not religious, and they don't know that you you still a Negro, you still a Christian Negro, you still have whatever crumbs they decide to throw at you because they created you. Right, don't matter. You want to call yourself a Moor or a Moor, M U U R. Don't matter what you think you smart doing, you still were created by them. Right, so the Prophet established this and did it lawfully, so that it's understood we are coming out from under the uh, you know Roman yoke and law. Okay, we are returning back to the ways of our forefathers. Uh, doesn't it say in um, chapter uh, 47, I think, uh, hang on, 40, yeah, chapter 47, the time has come when every nation must worship under its own vine and fig tree. That's in verse 15. And you see the Russian telling you that. The Russian governor, he's telling you that. He's like, man, we suffering. We, we, our youth. They listening to rap. They, they trying to put it all off on us. Like we over there messing things up, right? Right, like we, most of us don't even go to Russia. You know, that's not even a vacation destination. But, you know, he's saying it, um, they're falling apart and it's not because of war, poverty or rampant corruption, but an underestimation of the importance of native national culture. The time has come to return to your vine and fig tree. If you see the signs and symbols, you know it's not time to play around. You're still on a fence. You're still playing around with this mess. I don't know what to tell you. You know, this ain't an internet thing. This ain't some YouTube thing. This is for real. We come in, we clean ourselves up. That's where your, your salvation is. That's why it said we are returning to Islam for our earthly and divine salvation. This is not a game. Right, they Russia falling apart, and they they telling people why. So you know, there, there's a lot of Moors 
like there's a saying where allegedly the prophet said the majority of the Moors, they gonna feel the fire. Cause they love Rome. He didn't say it like that though. That's how I said, but he, they gonna feel the fire. They love Rome. So it don't matter what you call yourself. It's bigger than that. Islam brother, I yield the floor, uh, brother Ross Bay. Islam brother, can y'all hear me? Islam. Islam, I wanted to give uh, all praises due to Allah and his prophet, Mubadru Ali. And uh, I really appreciate you, brother, and brother Dr and sister Drew for, um, for giving, you know, this knowledge and, you know, bringing me back full circle. Man, I've, I've gone through a lot and I'm kind of venting, but also I want to piggyback on what sister Drew was saying and also what you were saying incorporated in just what how I'm viewing life in my current situation and what I'm going through because I'm amongst you know true friends and true brothers and true sisters who believe in what I believe in but still being still being somewhat attached to that negro color and black and so-called Ethiopian type of ideology Yes, I, I truly believe and I truly understand what's going on, but I'm still attached to it in a, in a sense. And, it's, and I'm seeing that it's not getting nowhere. And I'm just speaking to anybody who's new to this, to this channel, to, to this, this Zoom call, like what, what, what our brothers and what our sisters are really saying and what are, they're telling us is really legit. And that we really got to let go of this Negro, Black and colored and Ethiopian, whatever, you know, we gotta let go of that because it's not getting us nowhere. I'm just seeing this in my own life and just really getting a deeper understanding. It's like a, a revolving door, but I'm understanding every turn on the deeper level that what the prophet laid out for us is real, it's legit. And, you know, what I've gone through in these past few days, it's, it's been really tough. And I've, I finally understand that I've been operating on my lower self and on my higher self. And that um, what the prophet has laid for us, he, he gave us a straight path. And that we do not follow that straight path, we're gonna fall away on the wayside. We really are, we're gonna feel that fire. I've seen it, I've, I've been blessed enough, even in my low vibrational frequency, I've been blessed enough to see that fire, to see the prophet sitting in his throne and, and really understand what he's really, what he's laid for us, what he's really trying to do. And that I just wish and pray that all of us, you know, we, we finally get to that point to where we really fully understand what he did for us and what Allah is doing for us every second and every day to clean, to really redeem ourselves, to, to, to really, really take heed to what he's saying and not just think that it's just hogwash, that it's just, you know, it's just another somebody, another, another religious saying or another, you know, say so, that no, this is legit. And that if you don't get right, he will make you pay for it. He will either have you, you know, fill up, he will either make you learn about it in the spiritual realm or he gonna kill you and teach you in the ether realms like you gotta you gotta get this while you while you're here now and i just really appreciate you guys for bringing me back full circle again 
for for coming on this thing habitually and and doing this every Friday, every holiday, and 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 just being who you are as Moors and, and uplifting fallen humanity because I have fallen. I can speak for myself. I can't speak for anybody else, but I can speak for myself that I have fallen and that I, I strive to get back to that to that point. And I'm I'm just saying that I really appreciate what you guys, what you sisters are doing for us and and providing for us. And I take heed and I and I really understand what's going on now as of today, not yesterday, not 10 minutes ago, but as of right now, as I hopped on this this call, that I see what, what the prophet is doing. And I've thoroughly searched and thoroughly studied what Noble Drali has done for us. And I yield the floor. I just give all praise and do. Thank you. Islam, Islam, gratitude, brother. Great gratitude. Uh, Sister Lachey L, I see you out. Yield the floor. Islam, I just wanted to um, make reference to the Moorish American prayer for where it says, I lost my protector, my guide, and my salvation by night and by day through the Holy Prophet Nobujali. And on the front of the questionnaire, it shows Prophet Nobujali saving fallen humanity from the cares of the world. Um, and he's standing on the rock of salvation, which is Allah. And with Allah, I would say that victory is assured. And with that, I say peace. Islam, sister, Islam, definitely. Yes, gratitude, sister. And um, it's, it, you know, in many ways, it's, it's that simple. We, we just have to follow. You know, sometimes we, you know, don't want to follow rules and everything, but all we have to do is follow these laws, right? What the prophet established for us is law. And it's that simple. It's, it's so easy to overlook that. Who made you? Allah. You know, we could read that every week. Who made you? Allah. It just, it don't even register. Right, but it's powerful because you know Allah is the father of the universe. This is our creator. So we're not man-made. And so there's something that just once again, every more is supposed to know that if you don't know that Allah made you, guess who your creator is? Okay, it's a man because they're the ones that created the Negro and still to this day are manipulating the Negro. That's why we showed that Federal Directive 15, the Negro is still outside of the family of humans. And just going back to the words of our prophet, um, that just what we read in chapter 47 in the Quran, what is the prophet doing? So he used these words specifically, says, we are trying to uplift fallen humanity come and link yourselves with the family of nations, right? We, we the only ones this categorized as coming from the black racial groups. At why everybody else comes from an original people. They know this, it's, it's in there. You, you know, it's, it's, it's not explained to us directly, but it's still there. It's still there. So it says the black racial groups of Africa. And that's why uh, gratitude to uh, Brother Hanzel for sharing that link. Um, that's why you have George Bush signing the um, act, the Voting Rights Act, to extend <laughs> the legislation for another 25 years, to let the Negroes vote for another 25 years. And to just keep redoing it, right? They're, they're, you know, because they're your creator. They're our creator. 
if we don't recognize that our creators alive and you know they can get a brother uh you know to be in the picture brother john Kanyas may Allah be pleased with his work you know but no one not even our own people who understand law will tell us this they won't say that we're not supposed to be getting our rights to vote renewed every 25 years. The Constitution guarantees this to all people. But the Constitution also lets it be known that men are endowed with rights through their creator. It says that for a reason. That's not just put in there just, just for show. All men are endowed with rights by their creator or through their creator. So if your creator is the pale-skinned European, that's where you receive your right to vote. That's where you receive your justice. And if they decide to look the other way, you won't get justice. But all men are created equal that they are endowed by their creator with certain unalienable rights. So those unalienable rights can't be touched. They can't be changed. And so that's why all Moors are supposed to know that answer, that Allah created you. You're not a Negro. That's why it wasn't just words. It's, I'm so glad that Brother Rosa Bay said that. That's why it's not just words saying and declaring that you're not Negro, Black, or colored. This is why the prophet worded it like that. This is why we, we have a holy day and a Sunday school and why we go over this. It's all done by design. We came into this by process, and it took a while to get us all up under this, this spell. And so now we're undoing the spell. And so it's a lawful process. It's a spiritual process. It's a mental process. And it has to take place. It, it can't be left out. So we're undoing it. We, we know who our creator is now. We know that we have rights. And this is why the prophet also said that he's getting us back under the constitutional fold because under the constitution, just like everyone else that is here, we have rights that are unalienable, meaning they can't be changed. They can't come and take them away. No one can stop us, even building our own independent nation, which has to be the end goal, which is why the prophet referred to us as the Asiatic states of North America, right? We have that right. And it's guaranteed through freedom of religion. And that's why, you know, the, this, these things are so important. They can't be left out. And um, I just, I just wanted to hit on a few more things in that article because it's talking about us. I mean, he's talking about his own nation in Russia, but it's so easy to see. Um, it says many of our children are already growing up without knowledge or remembering their kindred tribe. This is a Russian governor. He said, instead, they are singing songs written by the descendants of African-American slaves, often playing the ape and imitating the habits and language, brimming with, frankly, second-rate quasi-cultural vulgarity, clinging to the secondariness being proud of it, okay? So he's saying that this, this is causing emptiness, depression, right? Spiritual emptiness, suicides, lack of meaning in life. And, you know, he's putting this on them, uh, the Russian people, right? Listening to our music, taking on that culture. 
And um, he, he said some more things about it, but you know, I just wanted to share that because um, this is something that we suffer from internally, right? We we have a degenerate culture that thinks that it's it's cool, it's okay to be ignorant. It's it's cool, it's okay, it's even cool to be savage, right? It's cool to not have control over your own sexual desires, to be a beast, right? And so this is why the prophets just, you know, he he let it be known. This is the only way to our salvation. We can't cling to these things. We can't cling to these labels that delude to slavery and claim to be a more and think that everything's going to be okay. We have to go all the way in. Um, this is in a divine warning too. And, and this is why it's worded like that. Just in case anyone hears that divine warning, you're like, why, why is the prophet like putting it on us? Because we have the power to control our reality at the end of the day. And, and this is why it's worded like that. So any group of people who fail to answer up to the constitutional standards of law by name and principle, because to be a citizen of any government, you must claim your national name and descent. Right, we all have to have this, and and even understanding, knowing who our Creator is, everyone knows that. Even if they choose to be atheists, everyone has that line of descent. Everyone has their Creator, right? But the Negro, their Creator was given to them. They were given a religion, and and they secretly don't even realize that they were created by somebody else because they got tricked into that. So this is what we're undoing, and um. I just wanted to share that with everyone so that there's common understanding of why, you know, why we're here, why we, you know, um, respect and honor the prophet, why we're in the temple. Um, yes, the prophet created a government. Yes, it is a theocratic constitutional monarchy. It's an Islamic nation state. You know, our domicile is where the temple is. And the domicile determines your, your um, civil and your legal status. So in many ways, you know, he empowered us. He brought us into the constitutional fold and gave us everything that we need to, um, to empower ourselves and our communities, you know, because ultimately that's what it's about. When the prophet in the divine warning, um, when he's saying, uh, hang on, when he's saying money does not make the man it's free national standards, right? Our, our rights, our lawful rights and power that make a man in a nation. And that power, he's speaking about our establishing our own governments, our own municipal governments, right? Because ultimately that's where the power is at the local level to control our own government, right? The wealth of all nations, gold, silver, commerce, belong to the citizen alone. And without your national citizenship by name and principle, right, for us, our holy and divine laws, you don't have any true wealth. You have no true wealth. So this is what the prophet is talking about, right? Empowering us and having full control over our own communities, our own life and well-being. Ultimately, that's what it's all about. So um on that note, though, I want to go ahead and uh, make sure to meet our meetings are timely. I'm going to go ahead and um, end on that. Um, I do want to 
open up the floor to questions. Um, if anyone has any questions, even if it's not related to uh, chapter 48, feel free to, to um, speak now. Islam. Islam, Islam, this is Rosser Bay speaking. Um, I, I do have a question. Um, it kind of is related, but it isn't at the same time. Um, as, as someone who has been, you know, introduced to this knowledge, but is, is, is still in the process of trying to redeem himself, um, like I, I've just kind of gone, kind of gone to a little bit of a crossroads, a little bit, because I, I know, I know the truth, and I, I understand, and I, and I, and I see that is the truth, but I am still somehow attached to this Negro color black and and thing with you know with the job with with you know still working the job, still working the nine to five, working 13 hours every day and being exhausted and, and, and having to operate in my lower self just to sustain my household and, and trying to pay rent and trying to feed my baby and make sure she got, she got food, she got clothes. But I know the truth and I, and I know and I understand that, you know, we, we are not Negro, Black and colored, but how how can I how can I really you know get that confirmation legally? Like I I know that I'm not Negro, Black, and colored, but how do I go about that legally? You know, um, because on my birth certificate, I'm still considered Negro, Black, and colored. When I apply for jobs, they they don't have you know a Morris American thing you can fill out. It's just Negro. It's just are you African American? Are you Black? And and they still treat you as such on these jobs, and I'm I'm just curious of of how how can somebody like me, you know, who who knows the truth but is still stuck and who's trying to redeem himself, trying to follow the ways of the prophet. Excuse my voice, but I, I've just been going through a lot, and uh, I just really I'm just seeking any type of, you know, upliftment that that I can you know try to implement into my current lifestyle, uh, I yield the floor. Islam, brother, Islam. Um, yeah, definitely, I, I understand where you're coming from, okay? Um, as far as like what you could do individually, um, the only thing I would say is just to make sure that you actually add your, uh, your bay to your surname. Okay, now is um, and that's the only thing that you could do from an individual level to see any difference. You know, as far as like the the um the rest of what you were speaking about, these are things that have to come from us moving as a collective. There's not going to be really any real empowerment, any real difference until we start to build our own towns and cities and at least have our own local governments in place. You know, like, you know, the police might still be messing with people, even people that consider themselves Moors until 
we have enough weight to put pressure on whoever's the sheriff in that county because they control the whole law enforcement for the county. Whether we're putting our own people in office or you know, we, we just have enough weight to influence them so that they know, oh, leave them alone. And what we have our own police department, you know, our own portions of government. So that's one thing, like the people, man, to me, everybody else is talking and then talking about paperwork and doing these things. It's all like, it's garbage. Cause I can see through it, man. You know, it's all individual stuff. That stuff ain't gonna do nothing for people. People talking about the paperwork, like it makes them untouchable. I'm not saying that's what you're saying. Is it, you know, I'm just saying with people acting like that, it's like, it's fantasy land, man. So the real empowerment, where you see differences in your lives, where we have our own schools, you know, where we're, we're growing food in our communities, you know, and, and we can do whatever we want because we have freedom of religion. We, we can get some blocks, you know, and turn it into a village, turn it into a town, incorporate it. And then in that town, even if everybody else is not able to grow food, you know, because they have ordinances, they have limits on what you can grow. They, they have things like that in place. That doesn't affect us because we're Moorish American Muslims. And this is a part of our religion. And even that can become an industry now because everybody wants to get organic food. Everybody wants it. We can grow them in our own communities and have it where it's growing up and down the street. Everybody's got it. You know, and that's just an idea, but I'm just saying like, nothing's gonna really change until we're doing that, you know? I'm not gonna lie to you, man, all you gotta do is file this and do that. It's nah, you know? But um, everybody does need to officially put their Ella Bay on their name. And and we have um, a wording that we, you know, tell people to, to put on the record when you officially do that. But um, everybody needs to do that so that you're not playing pretend. You know, you can't sit on the fence. And I'm not sure if I want to do that. No, you you either really are Moorish American or you're not. So you you officially put your Ella Bay on your name so that you are moving, so that you're all the way in. You really are a Moorish American, you really are a Muslim. And it's understood. And, um, you know, as far as the next step, actually join the temple and participate in the uplifting acts so that we can actually start building you know these towns these villages these things that we need um because that's that's the only answer i have like there's no you know the the prophet made the divine plan of the ages we have to have businesses and have our own towns and to have you know control over our own local government you know and we can center things around the temple, but we have to have those, you know, physically, we have to have control of those cities and towns. Oh, yeah, as the sister said in the chat, too, if, you know, if you're still getting high and getting drunk and stuff like that, don't, don't even put it on your name. And that's no knock to anyone. It's just, you're going to be out there making Moors look bad. You're going to be making it look like we fake. We're not real Muslims. You know, because Moorish American Muslims are supposed to do certain things like we're not supposed to be, you know, you, you get an argument with your girl and y'all get in a fight and, and you the police come in and you got to go to jail. Like, no, 
we're not supposed to be getting drunk. We're not supposed to be getting high. I mean, not supposed to be sagging your pants. I mean, it's like it it's kind of common sense, the stuff that we're not supposed to be doing. Okay. So if you know people aren't committed to improving themselves, don't even do it because you're just gonna be making everybody look bad. Right? It'll be making us look like we're fake. So that's another thing, too. If if you're on the fence, just stay on the fence. <laughs> Don't put the Ella Bay on your name. Don't put the turban or fez on, especially if we're doing things that's embarrassing. Just don't do it. But if you're committed to improving yourself, yeah, do it and go all the way in. You know, don't waver. And then especially just speaking to, to you, because as men, we have to go all the way in because we have to set the example. Right. If we're wavering, then our mates definitely not going to be all the way in because she don't even think we in. You know, so. Um, yeah, something I would think about and see if you committed to it, as a sister said, suggested in the chat, praying, meditation. And just make sure you're committed to actually subduing the lower self, because. Um, that's a significant portion of what the Quran of the more science temple of America is about subduing the lower self. So that means that the urges, the, the savagery that is promoted to us, the, the stuff that this Russian governor is complaining about, he blaming it on the Negroes. <laughs> he blaming Russia falling apart, collapsing on Negroes. Right. You know, but listen, the stuff that he's complaining about, this is the stuff that we're supposed to be subduing in ourselves. So if we are not committed to that, you know, then don't, yeah, don't wear the fez, don't wear the turban, right? Don't put the L or Bay on our names because we're supposed to be all about subduing the lower animal self. It doesn't mean we're perfect. Don't mean we don't ever, you know, go astray, but like we, we're supposed to use the invisible tools, right? The tools of the workshop of the mind to subdue ourselves. If we're doing wrong, we're not going to be doing wrong two, three, four, five times in a row, right? We do it and then we we um, use those tools to draw the circle around our passions and desires so that we can get right. And that's hard for a lot of us because like we're, we're taught to be savage and there's nothing wrong with that, but there's something seriously wrong with it. That's why Russia complaining, blaming their problems on us. Islam. And um, once again, the floor is open. If anybody has any any um, statements or any questions, feel free to speak as well. Islam, yeah, so I just wanted to make a comment too. It's like what the brother was saying. I don't know if y'all seen a clip with the YouTube video, but basically the guy was trying to, um, it's a guy from Detroit. He was, he moved from Egypt and he started trying to basically claim that he was black. And when he started to do that, everything that Noble Jolie said actually started to happen to him. He started getting disrespected. And I think he actually got fired. And I don't know if you wanted to play it, but it starts off like the main point was like 45 seconds to like, I think like roughly like two and a half minutes into the video. And um, and honestly too, so lately what I've been doing too is like I've been getting a lot of changes when I tell people that I'm Moorish American, I just tell them in a polite way because they'll say, oh, you're black? I'm like, no, and I just basically explain. I said, no, I have a nationality. And I was like, this is one white guy I was talking to. I said, you have a nationality, right? 
He was like, what you mean? I said, what's your nationality? Then he said, I'm German. I said, well, black doesn't have a nationality. And I know that when I started to talk like that, I started to get more respect. And it's just the way that you, you know what I'm saying, slowly present yourself. And even, you know what I'm saying, I do understand the thing about like not being able to put more American on, on stuff. Cause like, um, since the Valdez was helping me um, with my medical stuff. So I was trying to put that I was more on there and they even blocked out white and they just had Caucasian black and some other things. And she just told me to put um, Native American. And so when I started doing that in my medical records, then it's just like, I started hearing back from them faster because I was dealing with the doctors and stuff. And it's just like, it seemed like there's like a lot more respect and a lot more communication and things started to go a lot easier for me. But with that, I give up the mic. And also in that video, he talks about the disrespect that he was getting too. And with that, I give up the mic. Islam, brother. All right, Islam. I believe uh, Sister Douglas L is trying to share something. All right, Islam. So um, I believe she's trying to share a scene from Lord of the Rings. Uh, looks like with a, uh, the character Smeagol's talking to himself. And I'm pretty sure I understand where she's going with that. Um, it's just the battle. The Islam Morris. Islam, they won't let me do it, but I put the link in there so that um, you know, it, it's an internal battle, and this is a perfect demonstration. Like, if you click that link, if you ever seen Lord of the Rings, you know Gollum Smeagol, right? He used to be he used to be a hobbit, right? And they like pure at heart, they supposed to be real good people. And um 
you know, he got a hold of that ring and it took a it took a toll on him and it changed him, right? And so one side of him, he's like, he's the devil and he's a god, right? And this is good because um it's his lower self is telling him to kill Frodo and take the ring. And you know what I'm saying? Like he's like, no, I'm not gonna do that. So it's this this is really like a good visual and a good demonstration because we all go through this every day because we do have a lower and higher self, and our lower self is strong out here, you know, in, in the world. But we have to work every day to do that. And we have to choose, choose to be God every day and don't slip up. And, you know, when you do slip up, understand, you know, that weakness and, and correct it. You know, we repent when we know we did something that we're not supposed to do. And we work, you know, extra hard to, to subdue that and to correct that. And that's what it's really about. It's about you making the changes to correct self, you know, consciously taking those steps every day. And I'm telling you, you will see the changes come about in your life. You know, you will start to manifest what you truly desire. And all you have to do is stick to it and don't let up. You know, just like when we watching, we watching the, the the basketball games, we watching the football games, like you have to understand you are the main player. You the main character in this story. And everybody's watching to see what you gonna do. <laughs> and you pretty you like, it's up to you to be, you know, to be the winner and and learn from your mistakes and be victorious at the end of the movie. Islam, I you the floor. Islam, sister, gratitude. Islam, gratitude for sharing. Uh, does anyone else have anything they would like to, uh, to say? All right, Islam, brother Yabe. Islam, my rise to my highest heights, giving all proper praises to the almighty supreme being, Allah, and giving honors to Noble Jewelry. Um, The one brother, he um, he kind of struck something in me to say something, because um, I felt him. When I first started um, my journey, I was doing it for the fact that I felt like we was missing our... Um, flag, um, nationality, these things bothered me for a very, very long time until I ran into the prophet um, and it just felt my heart. And then I noticed all the things that that, that was missing, like, um, you know, the surname. Um, so we had the bell in the, the L in the bay and the flag. We got the Moorish, the Moorish flag with the five points green star in the center. Um, red flag, um, just everything is all there that he, he brought to us from Allah. But the one thing I noticed from everything I did from going to courts, you know, um, standing on my square, all these things is 
I thought it was more about the physical, which it is both. Um, these things, everything he's saying is important, but at the end, like the sister was saying, it's all spiritual. So for real, for real, it's really about us fighting and subduing that lower self. Because after this physical form, then we go on the soul plane. Then we got work to do on the soul plane. Then we get to the spirit plane. So just knowing that and keep on pushing, you wanna, you're gonna get there, brother. You already there. You're already making the steps as we speak. You're manifesting everything that you want into existence right now. With that, I would like to say peace and love. Islam, brother. Yeah, great gratitude for sharing those words. And um, yeah, definitely, I think the brother dropped off the car, but um, yeah, you're definitely on the right track, brother. Islam. All right. Um, does anyone else have anything they would like to share? Okay, if there's no questions or comments want to announce without further ado, we're going to go into the closing of the meeting. Uh, right now, we're going to read the divine warning. A divine warning by the prophet for the nations. The citizens of all free national governments, according to their national constitution, are all of one family bearing one free national name. Those who fail to recognize the free national name of their constitutional government are classed as undesirables and are subject to all inferior names and abuses and mistreatments that the citizens care to bestow upon them. And it is a sin for any group of people to violate the national constitutional laws of a free national government and cling to the names and the principles that delude to slavery. I, the prophet, was prepared by the great God, Allah, to warn my people to repent from their sinful ways and go back to the state of mind, to their forefathers' divine and national principles, that they will be law abiders and receive their divine right as citizens according to the free national constitution that was prepared for all free national beings. They are to claim their own free national name and religion, there is but one issue for them to be recognized by this government and of the earth, and it comes only through the connection of the Moorish Divine National Movement, which is incorporated in this government and recognized by all other nations of the world. And through it, they and their children can receive their divine rights unmolested by other citizens that they can cast a free national ballot at the polls under the free national constitution of the state's government and not under a granted privilege, as has been the existing condition for many generations. You who doubt whether I, the prophet, and my principles are right for the redemption of my people, go to those that know the law, in the city hall, and among the officials in your government, and ask them under an intelligent tone, and they will be glad to render you a favorable reply. For they are glad to see me bring you out of darkness into light. Money doesn't make the man. It is free national standards and power that makes a man and a nation. The wealth of all national governments, gold and silver and commerce, belong to the citizens alone. And without your national citizenship, by name and principles, you have no true wealth. 
and I am hereby calling on all true citizens that stand for a national free government and the enforcement of the Constitution to help me in my great missionary work because I need all support from all true American citizens of the United States of America. Help me to save my people who have fallen from the constitutional laws of the government. I am depending on your support to get them back to the constitutional fold again that they will learn to love instead of hate and will live according to love, truth, peace, freedom, and justice, supporting our free national constitution of the United States of America. I love my people and I desire their unity and mine back to their own free national and divine standard because day by day they have been violating the national and constitutional laws of their government by claiming names and principles that are unconstitutional. If Italians, Greeks, English, Chinese, Japanese, Turks, and Arabians are forced to proclaim their free national name and religion before the constitutional government of the United States of America, it is no more than right that the law should be enforced upon all other American citizens alike. In all other governments, when a man is born and raised there and asks for his national descent name and if he fails to give it, he is misused, imprisoned, or exiled. Any group of people that fail to answer up to the constitutional standards of law by name and principles, because to be a citizen of any government, you must claim your national descent name, because they place their trust upon issue and names formed by their forefathers. The word Negro deludes in the Latin language to the word nigger. The same as the word colored deludes to anything that is painted, varnished, and dyed. And every nation must bear a national descent name of their forefathers, because honoring thy fathers and thy mothers, your days will be lengthened upon this earth. These names have never been recognized by any true American citizens of this day. Through your free national name, you are known and recognized by all nations of the earth that are recognized by said national government in which they live. The 14th and 15th Amendments brought the North and South in unit, placing the Southerners, who were at that time without power, with the constitutional body of power. And at that time, 1865, the free national constitutional law that was enforced since 1774 declared all men equal and free. And if all men are declared by the free national constitution to be free and equal, since that constitution has never been changed, there is no need for the application of the 14th and 15th amendments for the salvation of our people and citizens. So there isn't but one supreme issue for my people to use to redeem that which was lost. And that is through the above statements. Then the lion and the lamb can lie down together in yonder hills and neither will be harmed because love, truth, peace, freedom, and justice will be reigning in this land. In those days, the United States will be one of the greatest civilized and prosperous governments of the world. But if the above principles are not carried out by the citizens and my people in this government, the worst is yet to come. Because the great God of the universe is not pleased with the works that are being performed in North America by my people, and this great sin must be removed from the land to save it from enormous earthquakes, disease, ETC. And I, the prophet, do hear and believe that this administration of the government, being more wisely prepared, 
by more genius citizens that believe in their free national constitution and laws and through the help of such classes of citizens i the prophet truly believe that my people will find the true and divine way of their forefathers and learn to stop serving carnal customs and merely ideas of man that have never done them any good but have always harmed them so i the prophet am hereby calling aloud with the divine plea to all true american citizens to help me to remove this great sin which has been committed and is being practiced by my people in the united states of america because they know it is not the true and divine way and without understanding they have fallen from the true light into utter darkness of sin and there is not a nation on earth today that will recognize them socially religiously politically or economically etc in their present condition of their endeavorment in which they themselves try to force upon a civilized world they will not refrain from their sinful ways of action and their deeds have brought jim crowism segregation and everything that brings harm to human beings on earth and they fought the southerner for all these great misuses but i have traveled in the south and have examined conditions there and it is the works of my people continuously practicing the things which bring dishonor disgrace and disrespect to any nation that lives the life and i am hereby calling on all true american citizens for moral support and finance to help me in my great missionary work to bring my people out of darkness into marvelous light from the prophet all right islam moors uh okay let's go ahead and close out all meetings are to be open and closed properly according to the circle seven in love, truth, peace, freedom, and justice. Everyone, please rise and face the east for the closing prayer. Allah, bind our hearts and minds back to our ancient forefathers, divine creed and principles. We ask this in thy holy name in the seven Elohim. Amen. Islam, Moors, happy holy day. Peace and love to you and your families. Peace and love. Happy Holy Day. Peace and love, family. Happy Holy Day. Happy Holy Day, family. Holy Day. Peace and love. Happy Holy Day.